Have you ever wondered how your children interpret your words? Can they truly trust you mean what you say? Let's dig into the word and see what God says about the importance of becoming a woman of your word. Parenting a child with special needs requires extraordinary courage, strength, and perseverance. But what if you feel you don't have all that it takes? What if you're just ordinary? Annie Yorty is mom to Alyssa, who has Down syndrome. She's trusting God to put the extra in her ordinary parenting. Each Monday, she invites ordinary moms to pause for encouragement straight from the Bible and offers practical application that addresses the unique concerns that come along with raising children with special needs. Today's Bible encouragement reveals our lives should reflect the promise-keeping nature of God. Hello and welcome to Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids, where special needs moms find Bible encouragement. I'm your host, Annie Yorty, author of From Ignorance to Bliss, God's Heart Revealed Through Down Syndrome. I'm also an ordinary mom who's right beside you in the trenches of the daily battle to mother your special needs child with grace and hope. Let's see what God has for us today. Our Bible encouragement comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 17-22. through 22. I'm reading all scripture from the New Living Translation. You may be asking why I changed my plan. Do you think I make my plans carelessly? Do you think I am like people of the world who say yes when they really mean no? As surely as God is faithful, our word to you does not waver between yes and no. For Jesus Christ, the Son of God, does not waver between yes and no. He is the one whom Silas, Timothy, and I preach to you. And as God's ultimate yes, He always does what he says. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. It is God who enables us, along with you, to stand firm for Christ. He has commissioned us and he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised us. In today's Bible encouragement, Paul continues his letter to the Christians living in Corinth. This city was a wealthy port situated in the country of Greece. The cosmopolitan region boasted international trade, sophisticated culture, and pagan idol worship. I imagine many in this city of commerce were well-versed in parsing words to make the most money. If a better offer came along, it was no big deal for them to break their word. Paul had hoped to visit the Christians, but was detained along the way. From the tone and content of this section, we can surmise that his integrity had been questioned by some in the congregation at Corinth. 
who were disgruntled about his change of plans. Paul turned their complaint into an opportunity to teach on the subject of promise-keeping. Let's unpack his lesson to understand how and why we should become moms who keep our word. When it comes to being a mom who keeps her word to both her children and people in general, Paul gave three guidelines. First, we should not make plans carelessly. I wonder how many of you moms are like me, with too many responsibilities vying for attention on my calendar. With the best of intentions, I cram my schedule with activities I hope to do. My kids look forward to them, but the plans don't always pan out. Sometimes I don't use good judgment, and my children are disappointed. If you struggle with this problem too, I urge us both to pray and ask God to show his best priorities for our families. We cannot do everything well, so we need his wisdom to choose plans that model balance and contentment to our children. Second, Paul said to use clear, unambiguous language. Our words should not vacillate between yes and no. In Corinth, people would parse words in contracts and other promises to maintain some wiggle room to change their minds. Do we ever make a conditional promise to our kids based on an impossibility just to get them to stop pestering us? I admit I've been guilty of this in the past, but we cannot build trust with our children unless we are willing to stand up to pressure when we make hard choices. Third, we must carry through on our promises. We often think of this in the context of giving a child a reward we promise for good behavior, but it goes much broader and deeper. Do we keep our word when it comes to discipline, or do we make empty threats? Our children quickly learn if we're really serious about consequences, and they will flout our authority if we don't follow through. What about promises to others? Do we love and honor our husbands as we promised on our wedding day? Our kids need the stability of parents who keep their pledges to one another and others. Paul said, we have a significant reason to become women of our word. Promise keeping reflects the character of God. We model ourselves after Jesus, God's son, who is the fulfillment of every promise of God. He is the ultimate promise keeper. God has never reneged on a promise. Many of his promises are positive. The best of all is the promise of new life in Christ when we place our faith in him and surrender our lives to his authority. If you need more information about that, go to my website at annieyorty.com and click Steps to Peace with God. I'll put the link in the show notes. When you receive peace with God through Jesus, you can also believe he will carry through on his promise of a rich and satisfying life on earth, followed by eternal life in heaven with him. We can stake our lives on his word. God also promises his judgment will eventually fall on those who do not choose to receive Jesus as their savior. At the end of their lives on earth, they will stand guilty before God the judge and receive a death sentence 
because they have not asked for forgiveness and righteousness from Christ. God has commissioned us as his ambassadors on earth, first to our families and then to the rest of the world. When we get sloppy about keeping our word, we sully the representation of God's good character to our children and others. We may cause them to disregard or minimize the importance of God's promises about these two eternal destinies. But when we consistently keep our word, others can more easily believe God will also keep his word. At the end of today's Bible encouragement, Paul reminds us that we're never on our own. God's spirit resides inside our hearts to enable us to imitate Christ in becoming moms who keep their word. Can you be trusted as a mom of your word? Can your children rely on your promises? If you promise a reward, give it when it's earned. If you promise a discipline, don't shirk your duty. Follow through. If you promise your time, set it aside. When it comes to keeping your word, stand firm for Christ. All these kept promises teach children their heavenly father can also be trusted to keep his word. Let's pray. Father, you know I want to reflect your promise-keeping nature accurately to my children. But I confess I have fallen short and desperately need your help to become consistent. Please teach me to stand firm for Christ and always keep my word. I trust that in your grace, you will honor my efforts to teach my children they can build their lives on you and your faithfulness. I pray in the name of Jesus, the fulfillment of every promise in the Bible. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray you found encouragement for your spirit from God's Word. You can find links to resources and more encouragement in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids. I look forward to being with you again next week.